right. We'd like to welcome you to John 316 Ministries podcast, The Cure. Uh, guys, we get to come in here and we talk about everything John 316 gets to do. But uh, most importantly, John 316 is just a place. That what, what it really is is the people in the place. That, that's what makes right. it John 3. Um, so today we have with us Mr. Pat and uh, Jacob down here. Last name Sullivan for both of them, father and son. Um, and it's a pleasure to have you all in here. It's, Thank you for having us. Yes, sir. You know, I've, I've been seeing you since since you got here, you know. And, yeah. Um, well, it's been a blessing getting to see both of you um, and how Jesus is changing your lives. But before we get too far in it, I want to ask Jacob to see if he will bless this, bless this podcast. Yeah. Dear Father God, we just want to thank you for another day here on camp, Lord. Another great Sunday we get to spend with our families, Lord. Lord, I pray that you just continue to bless us and give us a zealous want for your word, Lord. Lord, I pray you keep a hedge of protection over everybody here on camp and their families, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So for a while, you know, a lot of what the instructors do on Sunday right after service is we're we're out there interviewing new guys. And uh, so we've we've kind of put a little bit of a stop to this uh, for a long time. And then Brian said, start start it back up, make it happen, you know. And uh, so this is our first show back with the the resident. And y'all are are the ones that we decided to pick. It's great for us. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Brian said, who you got? I said, I got got Jacob and his dad. He said, all right, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, So like I said, it was a, it's a blessing to have y'all here. Today, I'm grateful to get to be in here. Eric's behind the camera today, so he's the one that's making all of it work. If it messes up, it's his fault, probably. Thank you, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, all right, so, Mr. Pat, this first one's for you. Yeah. Um, since since you started coming here, what's the biggest changes that you've noticed in, in your son, Jacob? Well, when I brought him here, he was uh, pretty bad shape. I felt like that he didn't probably have a couple weeks, maybe. You know, because he's in pretty bad shape. But since I brought him here, I mean, the first thirty-day blackout was was uh, tough. But it wasn't really tough for me until the last week, because I knew I was going to get to see him. And it seemed like that last week lasted another month. Yeah. But when I finally came over to see him and I looked at him, he looked totally different when I came back after thirty days. Mm-hmm. And then after sixty days, he looked even better. Mm-hmm. Then he gets baptized in the lake. And you can't, you know, I grew up in church. I grew up, <clears throat> took Bible classes and everything else all through school, everywhere. But when you really see, you say God God performs miracles. Mm-hmm. And we say that every day, but until you actually see one, then you don't know how to react. I saw one in my son that was just unbelievable that he found the cure that we were looking for. And we've done treatments, yeah. just like most people. We've been on a 30-day treatment. We've been on another treatment and treatment, treatment, treatment. But this place does really, I can honestly say, after the months that he's been here, there, it's just a special I mean, I know I'm supposed to tell about my experience, but my experience here has just been something that I'm not accustomed to. Right. I've never seen the love. I've never seen the change. I've never seen anything like that that y'all have here at John 3.16. I am so thankful that I just don't need anything else for Christmas. The best two things that Jesus gave me was that God has given me was his son, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing, the best thing he gave me 
was my salvation. And the third thing is, is saving my son. Yeah. I'm plenty. I'm I'm filled up, running over. My cup's just boiling over. Yeah. And, you know, I'm so thankful here because it's not, you know, it's a, it's a, people say, thank you, Brian and Beverly, for, for, for accepting the call. And that's right. But they had to accept the call hmm. because I believe that if you don't accept your call, you will be uh, miserable. You won't find fulfillment. You won't find fulfillment. Right. And now, look, you guys working together, so much love here. And, boy, doesn't it, don't you get the rest for a little bit. I remember the when we dropped him off, I didn't have to worry about the uh, sirens anymore or anything, mm-hmm. getting the phone and calling it. Where are you at? And what are you doing? And staying up till he got home. But yeah. now we don't look back. We don't want to turn into any salt. We don't want to turn into pillar of salt. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's we don't want to look back. But that's mostly what I've seen here is nothing but love through Jesus Christ. Just regular, ordinary guys. A non-judgmental atmosphere that that I have never seen in my, in my life before. Yeah. You know, I, I've gotten to... Uh be around Jacob a bit since he's been here. Um, I, I help out on Ticket Trail. I help out yeah. uh, in in several areas, even the print, in the, even in the print shop where he goes and works pretty much every day. Yeah. You know, and so I've been able to watch him just from afar. He don't really know that I notice him, but I I, I notice him in about everything he does because he's just he's that guy. I know you know that. Right. But he, he's that guy that wants to be in the middle of everything. He wants to do it. And um, so Jacob, it's it's been good watching you grow and and just. Life is is unlimited for you. You have you have uh, no limitations in anything that you do. Uh, you came in. Did you get part of the weed eating crew? Yeah, I got a part of the weed eating crew for about a day and a half. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I but, came, yeah. but you you did it. Yeah, nonetheless. And, yeah. and uh, man, you came into you know, weed eating in the middle of the summer, hundred degree weather, uh, and just said, you know, I'm willing and thankful. Yeah. And then and then we found you a home at the print shop. But you've also been part of the dance team, you know. Eric's over that, and yeah. got to got to dance, you know. But what's what's been your experience? What do you think about John three before you came, and then what was it like once you got here? Your first, let's say, your first month. Well, when I before I came here, you know, I I like my dad was saying, I'd been through treatment a few times. You know, I was they weren't faith based places. You know, this place right here isn't a treatment center. It's it's a ministry, and they actually. You get a certain care from the instructors here, you know, that a therapist won't give you. Those be like, oh, okay, that's fine. But people, the men here genuinely so into you. They actually care about what what you got going on, what you're thinking about, you know, and what you're doing to get better, basically, you know, and seek God. And um, I'd never had that before. Before I got here, I just was expecting it to be just like Sovereign Health in California. I'll be at a compound for six months, you know, and I won't be able to do anything. But here, it's not a compound, you know. We stay here on the camp. We serve, you know. But, I mean, we have a lot of freedom here, too. Mm-hmm. The Bible studies at night, you know, a lot of people, I mean, you don't have to go to them, but it's cool to go to them, you know, because it's not bad, you know. Nobody's forcing you to do anything, you know. I mean, and it's, that's the great part about it here. As long as you're willing and thankful, you can serve, you know, and you get fulfillment at the end of the day because you finished something. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never, I haven't finished a lot of things in my life except sell cars, yeah. you know. But here it's it's not another sale. It's about about getting your, your soul right. And before I got here, my soul was not right. Yeah. I didn't, 
couldn't find fulfillment in anything I could do. You know, I just felt like a, I had flesh, but I was just an empty shell, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah. But yeah. since I got here, it's they've, it really helped me grow my confidence and help through Jesus, it's helped me grow my confidence and everybody's sewing into me, you know, and just, just pushing me to do things that I never thought I could do, right. you know, and it's it's been a really big blessing here. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's good stuff. I heard you talk about uh, selling cars. Who who did you sell cars for? I sold cars for Mr. Brian and Michelle Chapman and in Olive Branch, Mississippi. Where who was the ones that told you? How'd you hear about John three sixteen? Well, Mr. Brian's brother, um, y'all call him Maverick. I call him Bubba. You yeah. know him and Suggs. Suggs used to work in the print shop as well. They, uh, I sold there for a while, and I was really I was really out there. You know, and Suggs pulled me to the side, him and Bubba did, and they're like, we know what you're doing. You know, like just typical behavior. You're like, no, you don't know what I'm doing. But they knew exactly what I was doing and what I was going through, and I finally broke down and talked to them. And they're like, well, why don't you give John 3.16 a thought? You know, I was like, I thought about it for a minute. And then I came home. That's all in the same day. I came home and talked to my dad. My dad was like, man, you look like you're about to die. And I, I I tried to brush, like brush it off, you know, and he was like, just tell me what's going on. And I told him what was going on. I was like, Dad, I feel like I'm about to die. I don't want to live no more. That's basically what I told him. So we called Mr. Brian, and we he said, well, take him up there on Sunday. You know, do the phone interview. Take him up there on Sunday. And as soon as I came through the gates of here, like we drove. I've never been to Arkansas really in my life, and we drove, seemed like, forever. But... <laughs> We uh we came through the gates and I just I automatically started crying and I was like man I don't know what it is but it's it's pretty cool you know I'd never just cried like that and got chills like that and went through the first service with the worship and everything and I was like this is the right place for me to be yeah you know I've I've lived in denial for a while I was like no nah, I'll never do six months somewhere but I was like well that's it's really nothing you know six months to a year is really nothing to do. If you really honestly want to get better, you know, if you want to find a relationship with God and you honestly are sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I mean, it's it's a good thing here. It really has been. It's been a really big blessing in my life. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell you can tell you've grown up a lot, but um, I mean, you're blessed to have people around you that, that ain't going to give up, you know. Exactly. Uh, your dad ain't doing. God didn't give up on me, so I'm not gonna give up on him. I'm gonna be here every. I've been here every Sunday. Yep. Y'all let me come. I'm gonna continue, Lord willing, to be here every Sunday. This is one of my favorite places. If anybody was to ask me in the world, you know, I play music for a living. Anybody in the world was to ask me where we where where does Jesus live. I'd say Charlotte, Arkansas. <laughs> that's what no, I that's, a, that, that's one of the I'd best compliments Char- I've ever heard. I'd say Charlotte, Arkansas is where Jesus lives. Yeah. And they say, where is that at? I got my friends ask me, where is Charlotte, Arkansas? I said, it's somewhere between Batesville and Jonesboro. Yeah. We take back roads, we get there, and we're there. Yeah. And yeah. I said, but what a place, man, that is so great for the, the cure is right. And, you know, you try treatment after treatment after treatment. And the one thing that I like about John 3.16 is this, and I'll stick to this forever. Most places, and I'm not saying they don't work, but most treatment places teach you about a higher power, higher power. Mm -hmm. You got to get a higher power is what they say. 
Mm-hmm. Well, John 3.16 teaches there is the higher power. Yeah. There's only one higher, higher power, and that's God. Yeah. And the higher power that y'all teach here is proven to work. Mm-hmm. We do nothing about the love that y'all have shown my child and me and, and everybody here. And every parent out there, you know, parents have hard times too when this thing goes on. But the last thing I remember uh, Chapman or one of them telling me, said, Sullivan, it's going to change your boy, but if you let it, it'll change you. Yeah. I got to tell this before we go off or do whatever. My my Jacob's third month, a later part of the third month, I came here on a Sunday. And Jacob looked me in the face and he said, Dad, are you saved? And I said, yeah, man, I'm saved. You seen me get baptized. You know I know the Bible front and back. You know I'm saved. Yeah. He said, Dad, if, if you wasn't, how do you know if, if, like, if I wasn't your son and you wasn't my dad, would I be able to tell you, say? Oh, man, you're talking about cutting to the bone. I went home and I said, where's my fruit? I don't have any fruit. I know the lingo. I can play the game, man. I'm a salesman. I can play the game. Yeah. Stopped it when my son told me that there. I will be baptized within the next couple of weeks over at our local church Amen. because of my son who is a, that love, I don't call, he, I, you know what? I don't believe he's still a drug addict because if he's a new creature, he can't be. That's right. And, you know, my son had a, had a skid there and thankful to that skid, what the devil wanted to do was kill our family, but it saved two people. Yeah. So what the devil intended for bad, God intended for good. That's right. And that's the way I look at that, man. I'm so thankful for you guys. Every time I see any of y'all, I want to hug you, do whatever I can do to (laughs) help. That's good. How about that boldness? Did you have that before you got here? No, not at all. Yeah. We stayed away from each other most of the time. No, the, we didn't talk a whole lot. So we argued a bunch. Yeah, yeah, well, that probably was, just like any father and son. Exactly. We, um, I had no confidence or boldness in in my skin. Like I didn't have a backbone. You know, I, I really lived to please man before I got here. You know, mm-hmm. it was all about just if I'd please my managers enough. You know. Like if I just pleased pleased my peers enough, you know, and acted like I had it together, you know, and I I didn't have it together, you know. Whenever I got here, I started diving in, you know, and I started just just doing a lot of of self searching, you know, praying and asking God to help me, you know, give me the strength, give me the perseverance, you know, and um, He's blessed me with all that, you know. He's blessed me like well, you're talking about the boldness, yeah. He's blessed me with that, and he's blessed me with a lot of self-confidence because I come to the realization that it doesn't matter what people think about you if they think you're ugly or you're fat or whatever, you know. It only matters what God thinks about you, mm-hmm. you know. It only matters what God... The only thing that I I want at the end of my life is I want God to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Yeah, That's the only thing that should matter in anybody's life, you right. know. Because like you said, and everybody around the camp said, if it ain't got God in it, it's really just pointless and vanity, mm-hmm. you know. So um, I, so I've learned here, even though I worked hard for material possessions, it, it doesn't matter. That's not going to stick, you know. Right. It's not going to stick at all. What really is going to stick is is the Word, 
you know, me being me being faithful to God, and God will overflow my cup and help me prosper if I just trust Him yeah. instead of my own intuition like I've, I've been accustomed to my whole life. I guess what it amounts to to us, to me, is uh, I've had Jacob a long time. We were, Jacob's been with me since he was six or seven years old, and I would I didn't have any manual or anything to work him on, but I, I wasn't the best in the world either as far as daddies go. But to watch the change and transformation, I know that our family and our life will never be the same. And that's because of, well, it's because of you. It's because of you. It's because of you. It's because of everybody here that is sowed into my son. And then my son was bold enough to turn around and so into his dad. So it reaches out because it's tough on parents, man. Yeah. When they're in here. When you take my baby away, I, I mean I don't see a twenty one year old man. Yeah. I see a I see a kid out in the yard playing. Yeah. I don't see that. The parents struggle with that. That's why me and Janet try to and his mama try to stay in touch with people on blackout and and you know, stuff like that. Try to ask them if we could help them or do. But it's all about y'all, man. It's all about. I mean, look at my son. Yeah, hey, my I mean, I mean, look, look what the Lord I mean, has look, done. Look what the Lord has done. Yeah. And you know, man, I never heard these songs that that y'all do, but I wake up every day with a song in my head. I see the evidence of your goodness all over my life. Yeah. It's just a great thing to coming from pure hell. Mm-hmm. Which which was pure hell when he was when he was addicted, it was pure hell. It, right. I mean, every day you get up and you wonder is this going to be the day or who's calling the phone at eleven o'clock at night or what's going on? And now those worries are gone and Jesus is making everybody rest easy. Yeah. And 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 I'm so proud of Jacob and I'm I'm so thankful for this place. I just I can't <laughs> say enough. You can't interview me. Here without me talking about this place. <laughs> this place is a life changer for the Sullivan family. Yeah, amen. You know, and, and I heard you talking about uh, how you reach out to the parents, and that's like a, a lot of what we've done on social media. The only reason we do that, because the guys don't have phones, you know, they right. can't look at themselves on there. But, uh, you know, you said you watch every single show or everything. I watch it all the time. I mean, I watch. Uh, the other guy with Gomez, what's the guy's name with the glasses? Garcia. Yeah, Garcia. Garcia. <laughs> I don't know his name. But I watch him with the glasses. I watch you. I listen to all of it, man. Yeah. And listen, you get good. You don't get just, you get great worship out of this. Mm-hmm. I get great worship. I've never been to a place with so much love. I'll just be honest with you, man. We're not used to that. Yeah. A lot of people's not. Yeah. Brian's a, Brian's a man. I was blessed with good friends, mm-hmm. really, really good friends. And uh, I am so thankful that when I picked up the phone and said he needs help, and he needs help now, that was on a Thursday. They said, tell him to do his call in on a Friday. And when he came here, and when we pulled in that gate up there and saw that Jesus on the side of that hill, Something came over me and something came over my family then. It's over. Mm-hmm. It's over. God's going to finish this once and for all right now. He's going to drag us through. I remember Jacob looking at me in the very first church service that he was here, and he was broken when he got here. 
And he looked at me and he said, Dad, it's finally over. He said, I'm going to finish this program. It's finally over. And I thought, yeah, right. You've told me this before. But, you know, when God comes into to an equation, it changes everything. Yeah. I can't say how thankful I am to you, to you, to every man on this campus for sowing into my son and letting him now wants to make sure that I'm saved and his brothers are saved and his mama's saved and everybody else. He just wants to make sure everybody around him saved, and that's just a, been a blessing. I can't yeah. say anything else about that. Amen. It's all about y'all, man. It's all about Jacob and his walk and what he's done. And you know what? The gravy on the top of just the cherry on the top of it was God touching our family at home. Yeah, that's good. That's it's good, good all, stuff, it's man. Good all the way around. And you don't forget that if Jesus lived in the United States, he'd be in Charlotte, Arkansas. Yeah, that's good. This yeah. is the place to find you. Yeah, we'll have right. to put that on a shirt or something, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we thank you guys for coming by and sharing sharing your story thank with you what so it took you to get here, what you've experienced since you got here. Um, one thing that we always do uh, before we log out or get off of here um, is, is, Jacob, if you want to take a second to talk directly to the guy that was like you before you got here, what would you tell him? I would tell him this. Everything that you've done, everything that you went through, it it doesn't make you unworthy of God's love. God loves you. You don't have to live in pain. You don't have to live in misery. You don't have to have any guilt or shame anymore. If you just come here and start your journey like we started ours, God will work in your life. And He's He's the great Redeemer and the great Restorer. He'll restore anything that He wants to. And just make sure that when you come here that you're truly broken and that you're, you're willing to just to just to give everything to God because that's in order for this to work for you, you have to give everything to God. You can't hold anything back. And just know when you get here, everybody loves you and wants to see you do amazing things. Mm-hmm. And that's uh that's what I I really encourage the next man to get in to to do you know that's that's what i did and it, it'll work for you if it can work for me it can work for any guy out there yeah what a man what a man like brian tuggle and miss deb to take a place like this yeah and you guys you instructors take a place like this and change my house in independence mississippi yeah. I wish you'd do me a favor if you're my friend. What's that? If you're my friend, every time you interview Jacob, tell him quit saying we're from Coldwater. We're from Independence. There's a difference. There's a difference. <laughs> All right. Well, now that I know that, I definitely will. I'm messing around with you, but yeah. I sure do thank y'all. Yeah. So much, man. Well, the one thing that, that it comes from the top, what Brian always says and what the instructors always say is it's reasonable service. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's the least we can do for Jesus, uh, you know, for, for working on our behalf. What and, a man. And for dying for you know for dying for us as individuals and for us as a whole as as all people. He took my broke this place right here took my broken child, my broken child, and introduced him to a man named Jesus, who is making him a fine Christian man. That's right. And to the parents out there, I'll tell them too: if you got a child and you think there's no hope. 
you put him in that car as fast as you can on Sunday and you come to Charlotte, Arkansas. Yeah, 945. Because there's hope here. That's right. I promise you, I'm so excited about it, man. Thank you all so much. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we want to say thank you all very much for tuning in today. Thank you guys very much sure. for coming thank and, and, uh, and talking and sharing. Um, you know, make sure that, that if you're watching, you hit the subscribe button, you hit the follow button, you hit the like, the share, whatever button you can do uh, in positive manner, go ahead and hit that. And then somewhere up here above our heads is going to be the phone number, our website. Check us out. Um, you can search us through and through and, and find out that we've helped many men just like Jacob, myself, Eric, or many families just like Mr. Pat Sullivan's. Um, My family, definitely. And that's all because of Jesus Christ and what and what he's done. And it's been a great Christmas around here. We posted a lot of, uh, of live videos for Christmas for families. Um, and then, you know, we're going to come up with a resolution this year. Jacob, it's time to start fulfilling those. Yes, sir. You know, so um, we got we got some resolutions coming up, and we want to say thank you very much for tuning in to John 316 Ministries podcast. Um, John 316 Ministries, we don't offer treatment. We offer the cure. That's right. Amen. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you all very much for coming by. Thank yes, you. Yes, sir. Absolutely.